What is up, everybody? It's that time again. It's time for Plastic Platforms. I am Centurion1307, and my counterpart right here, Stubbs, how are you doing today? I'm okay, thanks. I had to start the podcast because we were going, we were talking about all sorts before the podcast started. It's my fault, but that's 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 always a good start to the podcast. Oh, it's always good to get a warm-up. Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. Have you enjoyed your break? Oh, have, you, yes. have you let your workplace ring you? Do work over the phone. <laughs> they've called. They've called me a few times, but the as soon as I get back in the office, I'll actually log some time on the computer because I. It's just one of those things where I. I know there's the idea of managing work-life balance, but I also hold the mentality you should never work for free. Um, and so I, anytime I do anything, uh, related to the business, even if I'm at home, I will go to work the next day and log my time. That's fair enough. That is definitely, that is fair enough. No, uh, no you had a good time off. You, you, I, I noticed most, I've been playing on every night of term Xbox on this week or the past few days. You see your logo on the Xbox screen. And it's always on Hogwarts Legacy, so I presume you're enjoying that game. Uh, yes. Now, the hilarious part is I actually finally uh, I finally beat that game. Uh, I put 70 hours into it. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, don't get me wrong. See, now if we want to get on that subject, Hogwarts Legacy is a great game. Am I going to say it's a perfect game? No. Is it the best thing since sliced bread? No. It was definitely a very awesome experience. It's what, honestly, the Wizarding World needed for a video game franchise because, I mean, we got, at least off the top of my head, the most memorable Harry Potter thing to take place for me in the past was playing the the Lego Harry Potter games. I'm a sucker for Lego games. Um, But there really wasn't that standalone title that also had, because, I mean, let's face it, Lego games are very childlike in nature. Uh, this Hogwarts Legacy game, there was some definitely adult undertones. Uh, the fact that you can go out of your way, I won't tell you how to do it, but to get the the three unforgivable curses, especially the killing curse. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, there was some pretty heavy moments where, you know, people died and you're just like, whoa, yeah, this is not a kid's game at all. Um, but there was also those whimsical moments that played true to the whimsical moments that took place in the books and movies, but it was definitely a good, it was a good shot at making a very well put together AAA experience for avalanche games. Cause when I heard avalanche games was going to do it, as soon as I heard the word avalanche, I'm like, Whoa, they did like generation zero, uh, which was, it was an okay game. I played it with some friends, but I mean, like literally it was, a just a wide open area where you would hide from robots occasionally fight with them it was a very it 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 was an experience that wasn't for most it wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea i was lucky enough to have friends to play it with which made it really fun uh so i was curious on how this experience was going to turn out i actually did not pre-order the game until the week it was coming out because i wasn't even sure how this game was going to turn out with all the delays and everything yeah but that there is there is for sure a physics problem in that game. 
Uh, I don't know if they're going to patch it out. I don't even know if it's patchable because I, it's still around since I started playing the game and there's been a few patches. I reckon they will, but the problem they've got is they're working on the next, they're working on the last gen versions now, aren't they? they are. Right, which comes out May 5th. But I reckon they might fix it because I hope they do because, because have um, you seen it? It's a massive success. I mean, it's Warner Brothers' biggest uh, game sales to date, apparently. $850 million in like two weeks or a week or something. Insane numbers. Oh, it's it, it was insane enough numbers to where I think it actually passed Elden Ring for inst, for like install wow. base. Well, and that, yeah, it's about multiplayer. But, um, I suppose, but I suppose so. It's the Harry, the problem is the Harry Potter brand. And uh, sorry, so I'm not bringing the, all the hates no, actually, no. all the hates actually uh, made it more popular. It's actually increased sales. See, that's the problem with doing that's one of the problems of trying to do these boycotts or whatever you want to call it, the controversy. You're when you go on when you go on the bandwagon and start beating that drum, you run the risk of creating awareness. And like, I mean, we saw people that bought multiple copies of the game as like some kind of spiteful way of getting back at people that they don't agree with their opinion, which. It, yeah, like, that's, that, that's wrong. You just buy it because it's a fun game, or it looks like a fun right. game. Right. It's a good example of like, guys, come on, people are going to have a difference of opinion than you, and and that every you can't expect everybody to always agree with you. And that's true. You know that it's one of those things where you say your piece and you move on. You don't tear people down for having a difference of opinion. Um, I understand the. And what I mean by opinion is people that want to play the game and people that don't want to play the game. I'm not talking about the opinion of J.K. Rowling that started all this this stuff around the franchise. And that's where uh, actors came out and talked about how they don't agree with her. Avalanche had to come out and do the same thing. Um, and it, it that definitely it's a very tricky situation on that whole controversy that surrounded the game with Hogwarts Legacy. Oh no, it definitely is. I mean, a lot of people were scared to um, to even like talk about it slash stream it because somebody or some group made made a what's it called? Um, you know, you could type in. Yeah, they made a website. The wizard, the who's, stre- who's streaming Hogwarts Legacy? And you'd literally be able to find them. Yeah, who was streaming the Hogwarts game and docked people and stuff. But yeah, it's uh, crazy. But welcome, Masuko. I appreciate you popping in to, to watch us. Thanks for, thanks for joining live. There's a little bit of Hogwarts on the screen. Obviously, it's um, muted for reasons of copyright and stuff. Oh, dude, I know. That's so freaking ridiculous. That I don't know. I'll do it for everything, but especially this, this oh. game. I, I I do not use game audio, period, end of story. Um, I've thought about streaming games like on Twitch and stuff for fun. and Even certain games. on. Um, it, it, even I, if I they, did they, it. They give you a, streaming, a streamer mode now, some of them do, where it's like um, completely different music from the game. I thought, well, if you can hear that, it ruins the game, doesn't it, really? Right, and that's where um, I don't use audio of any kind at this point from the games. Um, And, I mean, some of my first stuff in doing YouTube videos, 
I would, you know, I did one video where I captured the intros to the games and had the audio and I'm still to this day, like, holy cow, I'm, I'm lucky I didn't get flagged. I was totally ignorant to how things worked. Uh, but now if I was, I actually have a music library that I would probably take advantage of and use, uh, that would just play music of any kind in the background while I streamed and I literally, I would have subtitles on cause I'm not going to freaking. it is what it is. It's the world we live in and I'm not going to deal with a, a, a takedown. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, I'm really, I'm, I'm pleased you're liking Hogwarts. I just about finished it. You have. Right. I, yeah. I did. And I would definitely say when, cause you know, that game will go on sale eventually. Um, yeah, pick that game up when you can because it was it was a well put together rpg uh the game is a lot bigger than i thought it was uh i mean there is a a very large map uh thank god for the fast travel system in that map otherwise even flying around it would be a, a chore uh and yeah like i was gonna say the only gripe i have is the physics issue with that game is objects would disappear through the floors uh um crafting materials that, do you see it Marked. yeah uh material like crafting materials that would yeah. that you would need to craft stuff like potions and whatnot uh they after you killed the enemy sometimes yeah. they drop through the floor uh objects that you would need to open doorways like these blocks you had to move around Sometimes they would be through the floor and you'd have to reload the game and then it would be on top of the floor. There, there is definitely an issue with that game physics wise. There is even uh, stuff online about people are having a bug where their character would fall through the floor and they would be stuck in like this infinite falling and they would have to like reload the game to get out of it. I hope for the fix that, but I do know the, I hate to say it, I do believe that the, 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 they reckon the optimal version is the PS5, but I don't know if that's true. I do know that the, the special quest that they've got, um, they reckon that that's very good, but they reckon it's the actual special quest. The, the graphics look more, they're a lot better. I don't know if that's right or not. I don't know. It's specifically made for the PS5, obviously, and obviously it'll be for the PS4 too. It will be, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it's good. Every it's, it does sound good, but there's a few few bugs. But they're not, um, as you say, though. This is the best game they've, they've ever made, so they're going to have a few obstacles, and uh, hopefully they patch everything you mentioned. But obviously, it's not to the point where. You know, it was cyberpunk level bug because that would have you, just, you, you would have stopped playing it. Invader Gaming, welcome the TXR crews inside. Yeah, what's up, Invader? And thank you, Masuko, for joining us too. Uh, so, has Hogwarts Legacy appealed to you at all? Um. No, I was trying not to get. I was trying not to get FOMO from because that's what most people get. Because I'll oh, probably God. get it and, and then not play it. FOMO got me for Dead Space. Um, I bought the Dead Space remake because everybody got me hyped. I bought it and 
I started playing it and don't get me wrong. It's a great game. But as soon as Hogwarts legacy came out, I put that game down and played Hogwarts legacy for like 70 hours. And now I'm trying to get back in completing uh dead space. And I'm two thirds through a uh, two thirds of the way through the game. There's like 12 chapters. I'm on chapter eight. Um, but that whole moment of trying to get reacquainted with the game mechanics and just that style of gameplay compared to playing Hogwarts legacy. And it, it's definitely been a moment of trying to get my footing again. And I was only gone for like a month. That's fair enough. Apparently I've ordered Peppa Pig. Apparently I've pre-ordered Peppa Pig. So invade a game and sign in chat. <laughs> hey man, play what you want, where you want. Well, if you ever looked, looked on my Xbox account, you'd see that the most amount of my account has on games, highest amount of hours is Roblox. It's not even is that you or your children, my kids. That's what I figured. Excuse <coughs> me, but actually, it was my kids until I got on my own Xbox account. So my, my wife actually plays Roblox with them. So you ever see Roblox like at night? It's her. Well, it's not. We it wouldn't be night your time. Uh, they play on the tablet, and she plays on the Xbox. So, uh, on my accounts, that's that's what's bumping the hours. I keep saying to her, "Would you pack it in and play on your own account?" Boy, you keep bumping my Roblox hours up. And now you, do, you know, when you do the Xbox, what you've played most of each year, bloody Roblox keeps coming up. <laughs> like, I haven't played it. I hate it because. So it's a weird game because um, obviously it's not a game really. It's a platform and everything's community developed or developed by, oh, I hate to say it. There's a, if you look into Roblox, there's a lot of dark things in there like um, developers employing children to make maps and stuff. There's a few stories that were uncovered by The Guardian. There was they're offering kids like 50 grand a year to be developers and ripping people off and all that. A lot of the games in there have bugs and it's like they crash all the time. I'm like, fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? And I have to hear about it because it's crashed or it's glitched out. I said, I says it's the whole damn game's glitched out. You know, it's nothing to do with the Xbox or the tablet. It's 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 actually Roblox itself. But it, it is a wonder with Roblox. I mean it's I look at the stock market's worth like 30 or 40 billion. And um, it's a wonder it's never come to PlayStation because it's not exclusive. It's on PC, tablet, phone, and Xbox. Yeah. But it's never come to PlayStation. I've always wondered why. It's crazy, that is. Do you know what I mean? You'd think it's free to play. It's not exclusive. There's nothing. It, it's never come to PlayStation. It hasn't. Oh. I'm being corrected. I can handle being corrected. See, that's what I mean. He says I got the wrong avalanche, and this is why it, it drives me nuts when you literally have, like, avalanche, north, avalanche, south. Oh, or... okay. So, okay, Thanks well, for that, Corey C. Everyone Corey Story mixes... Cars. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on screen. Oh, well, there we go. But, so... I mean, still, like... It, that, at least I was giving them Generation Zero. Now, when we're talking like Toy Story cars and stuff, you know, holy cow, I guess this is a really good breakout game for them then, even bigger, yeah. because, you know, at least I was trying to be like, they made a pretty good open world game through Generation Zero. Now, I'm going to say this was a part of Avalanche I didn't even know about. So, 
I guess if you're trying to put your daughter on the map, here you go. Exactly. But yeah, it's, uh, it seems to have done very well because I thought this game was going to, you know, because of all the hate and all that and all that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I thought this game was going to flop and wow, it, it's one of the, the best selling games for um, Warner Brothers ever made. I mean, it's even, it's outdone the Batman games and everything. It has, to be honest, it has. I mean, the way the, that... I, I had this explained to me. Because um, obviously I know somebody who understands these kind of deals, and I was like, "Did the developer actually do a, a deal with J.K.?" And they're like, "No, no, no. The, the developer or publisher would have gone to Warner Brothers, and they would have they would have worked a deal out, and J.K. would have just said okay or not. So it was it was all done through Warner Brothers. These deals are done through the who owns the um, rights, etc. You don't you know like the publisher. First, oh yeah, and." That's how the deal would have worked, but yeah, it's uh, it's done, it's done very bloody well. It's one of the one of the games that I didn't think would do well this year. But that's where it just comes down to: why did it do so well? Is it because it's a good game? Is it because it's 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 the Wizarding World, or is it because of the situation with all the controversy? I mean, like you really couldn't put your finger on. What I mean, pushed it into I, that category? It obviously has to be a half decent game because you enjoyed it as well. So it couldn't have just been oh, yeah. shit. Do you know what I mean? It couldn't have been. But no, so I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased you've you've enjoyed that. But yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star review. It helps the algorithm. Apple Podcasts likes this podcast. I'm trying to push Apple Podcasts more. Spotify, any audio platform, listen to please. Leave a review on, and please comment after the show on Centurion's channel. On on in the comment section, it, it helps and like and subscribe as well. It helps push the show. It does. So uh, I reckon we'll probably get on. We won't be planning on talking about Hogwarts, but as soon as you played it so much and had so much experience in it. <laughs> You want to talk about a game I played so much. We'll talk about it on a different show, but Elder Scrolls Online, they they actually own a significant chunk of my life. They do, they do. So um, seeing as I've put it in the description, do you want to talk about Microsoft's Sony subpoena, Mr. Expert? I don't call it... I don't call it being an expert, but I call watching. Yeah, yeah, I like watching this stuff take place. It, it's it's to me, it's fun to it's fun to watch um, and learn about because you know, hey, learning how businesses can grow and evolve and how the industry exactly. works is always fun to me. For some people, it's like watching paint dry. Exactly. Well, we, but, can, we can talk about it if you want. I've put it in the title, so no, you, like, want um, you my, understand about it more than me, you do. Um, that's what everybody's talking about it. I know a lot of people tuned into my video on the whole situation. Yeah, um, some hate over it too, as well, in one of the videos. But, but it means you've won, though. If they're hating on you, it means you've won. Dude, I'm the kind of guy that, I'm sorry, I'm, I can handle people hating on me. If, if people knew what I've been through my, been through in my life, is somebody talking trash to me on social media. You need to get and, a fanboy. You need no, fanboy back in them videos. Oh, no. Fan, that's the only thing. I'm wanting to do more fanboy, but I'm also wanting it to be half me. Um, exactly. Fanboy yeah. is always fun to do, though. But that's where I don't want to be like 
the person that's always constantly trying to tear somebody down. Um, But uh, that's so the situation with the FTC, it's interesting, short and simple. Uh, PlayStation has to give them four years of documentation and everybody's I mean, some of the comments I've saw is it's going to be funny if Mike, if if Sony does this back to Microsoft and it's like, well, Sony isn't trying to buy a company and Microsoft isn't making flandish outlandish accusations. Um, and so therefore, Sony doesn't have the legal right to ask yeah. for Microsoft documentation. I don't think there's anything to say, though, to be fair on that. Front. No, not to be fair. They it it'd probably be where they God could you imagine reading some of Aaron Greenberg stuff? <laughs> yeah, no, um, but uh, it's just so uh, this is how it works. How would you feel? And I mean, like not just Stubbs. Anybody listening to this, the sound of my voice. How would you feel if you were going to court for whatever reason, and some guy walked through the doors and started making accusations and statements? against you and they had no evidence to back up their claims but the the court system is like well we want we want to listen to them and you would feel kind you would feel a certain way that like yeah. really i'm going to be i'm going to be tried and convicted on on someone's testimony without having no evidence um and that's the cool part about at least here in the FTC this is for the FTC this isn't for the CMA or the EU there is a little bit of a there is a little bit of a, a controversy around that on. So Microsoft submitted the subpoena in January and Sony did not want to give this documentation for starters. They felt that they didn't need to. Well, that's not how it works. You're not allowed to make accusations without providing evidence. So Microsoft wanted the evidence bef- so that way they could defend themselves in court in August uh, because this is part of a discovery period is what it's called. The discovery period is where you get to look at all the evidence that's going to be used against you and you are allowed to make your rebuttal arguments and your def- your defending statements on why these arguments shouldn't be held up. Um, and that's why when like the whole thing of like, well, Microsoft doesn't get to see the documents till August. No. Microsoft is allowed to read these documents at this point um, because these documents are to be provided to Microsoft for their discovery period so they can discover how they're going to defend themselves. Um, But Sony stalled them to the point where they had um, they went on four continuances where uh, they got an extension on the subpoena um, and they also tried filing. a squat what they the filing a motion to squash to basic basically throw the subpoena out that Microsoft has no legal bearing to ask for this documentation. And the judge finally on the fourth extension was like, Nope, we're not quashing this. You're providing Microsoft the documentation and you got to give them to back all the way to January 1st, 2019. Microsoft was trying to get to 2012. Even I would say, oh no, they were reaching for the stars on that, but I think they reached for the stars just to see what they could get and they got 2019 forward. So you can't say that they didn't really get what they wanted. They just, you know, they overshot deliberately. Yeah. Um, But that's where 
So Sony stalled the courts long enough to where Microsoft is not going to have access to this documentation for use against the CMA or the EU. They're not going to get it in time. Uh, and Sony did this deliberately. At least that's what the prevailing conspiracy theory is with my aluminum foil hat on. That, um, that this, the, whatever's in the documents, the CMA and the EU would not care about at all. They wouldn't. There's no well, bearing on the case. It doesn't really have any bearing on the case at all. Well, if you look at the the if you look at some of the presentations that were done at the the Brussels conference with the the EC, they're they're at least giving them numbers and showing them statistics, and that's probably some of the stuff Microsoft wished they would have had for those presentations. And I think that's why Sony stalled for so long is so that way those those numbers and statistics would not be part of the presentations for so, that whole situation. So this is what, so I met, I mentioned August Junior DMs. What I meant was obviously Microsoft sees the, <coughs> sees the um, documents, but say in the instance that the CMA blocks and the, and the EU blocks, or it happens to be over, then the whole, everything spirals and ends so it wouldn't actually happen Definitely well that's where case in, in that, but that's where right. now with this documentation they could get cat involved uh which is the the consumer affairs tribunal that yeah, basically cats only for legal processes not for right unfair that, decisions. but cat cat could make the cma take that documentation and the new uh, the new data that they have to consume, and they could they could ask the CMA to reevaluate their decision based on new evidence. It's quite a, I mean, I believe to invoke cat, it's quite a high threshold. You have to really convince them because they they don't, and then and then they can go back to the CMA and CMA can read it all and just come back and say. They could yeah, say the same, but it's the, still the, the concept of at least they can make the CMA I, I, look I, at the documentation. I do know that from I do know that regardless if it was to be blocked, he said uh, the obviously the, the the initial thing you would do, any company would do it, is try and push for cat to try and stall it right. further. You know what I mean? Well, we are talking about a two we're talking about a two trillion dollar company that definitely has the 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 money and the determination to take this as far as they physically need to and yeah. and basically exhaust all resources and avenues of trying to get this through. Um, and that's where, you know, sometimes having a lot of money at your disposal to, to do something like this uh, could push you a lot further than what a lot of people uh, are used to, like the average company that doesn't have the ability to do this. But, oh, that's, that's true. Just, just, um, yeah, well, see, the thing is, it's, you, See, the CMA could look at when the when the EU bring their findings out. I, mean, I believe the EU Commission and I might be wrong here. The CMA do speak to each other on certain parts. They they do communicate or allowed they're allowed to, and and um with the eu saying the eu has always been open to behavioral remedies as in ie contracts and they've made it clear but it doesn't it, it could sway the cma to change their mind but it doesn't mean it will 
So I mean, like, obviously, I'm, obviously, what Microsoft are hoping that sways them. Nah, the CMA nah, is the one they're worried about the most. It's quite obvious. And you brought up the behavioral part because we know that the CMA was open to behavioral remedies, but we also know that the CMA is not a big fan of behavioral remedies it, it, because it, it involves. That, uh, it, it, you can finish. Sorry, because it because it did state in the document, although it did say they were open to behavioral remedies later on in the document, it stated that in this case they don't believe um, behavioral remedies is the way forward, and then basically not willing to accept them. The so end. the reason why is because they knew it would take a lot of enforcement on a financial level uh, yeah. because they would have to put in a, a department to monitor this. But that's where Microsoft came in with the, the coup de grace, or at least the one argument you can't answer, that Microsoft said they would fund and facilitate for this department to exist at Microsoft, that there would be no outside they would there would be no financial input from the cma or any other regulators that wanted behavioral remedies uh they would institute a department that would exist at microsoft that would exclusively deal with regulators and how they want to see this done and they would pay for their own monitoring of behavioral remedies which is a big deal because that means regulators now have the ability to discuss behavioral remedies without having to figure out, well, how do we do this? We got to hire somebody to mon monitor all this. Um, and at least Microsoft came out and said, hey, we would pay for a third party agency or uh, an internal agency at our disposal um, to monitor the stipulations you put in place. It's a, it's a great idea. It's just whether this the CMA are going to go for it because you'll know soon if they go for it because because obviously Microsoft would have already offered this to them. I know you I know you know nothing about it, but they would have already offered it, this to them, and it will be in their final findings as to whether they're willing to accept this or not. See, that's where. Um, but you can't. Microsoft didn't know. You don't really know what regulators are going to ask for. Like, I mean, like, let's just put it out like this. Like my, my, the FTC here in the United States, um, that place has turned into a high school drama. People are oh, resigning. Uh, it's, the, the, uh, it's turned into a political, it, it's turned into a political shit show. It used to um, be, from what I gather, many, many years ago, the FTC used to be quite, um, I hate to say it, they used to be very reputable in any case that they actually thought they'd win and, the case that they've got currently is quite weak, whereas what the CMA is saying, they've got kind of an iron clout case, they have to be honest. But the, the system's different, you see. The FTC system is very different to the, the UK. It's very different. America, you can if you got the money, you could crush you could you could kind of you kind of fight them all the way with money. Whereas the CMA, all you can do is get your lawyers to get the most so if you think you're not for the legal process, you can get them to ask cat and that's as far as it can go. So hopefully it, everything turns out for the best, but the CMA needs to quit. Like this is me just being blunt. The CMA needs to quit playing politics or the posturing of, you know, we're the CMA. We are, we're, we're the guys that want to be so uptight that we make everybody answer for everything. Like, yeah, but to, so be fair, 
to be fair, I mean, the reason they're investigating them is because they hit the threshold. In the UK, if you do an M&A, you have to hit 70 mil, 60 or 70 million million pounds revenue, and right. then you'll be investigated. That's why Bungie but they're was, over never, here. was never investigated, because it doesn't make 60 to 70 million pounds worth in UK revenue. So, uh, and in Activision Blizzard in 2021, 2022, I've, I've probably just out Call of Duty, they made one one billion pounds in revenue. So it's because it's, it's a substantial. Right. I, know, I, it's, it's, I, mean, I underestimated the UK market. I looked it up with like apparently the eighth, one of the eighth biggest gaming market. We are a very big gaming market. Right. Apparently. I act, but, but I saw a graph today that actually showed that the the United Kingdom makes three percent of all gaming revenue, like worldwide compared to even Asia, the United States, uh, South America, Africa, the UK made up three percent, around three percent. Right, I'll have to look into that because sometimes people around around MAs and all this stuff. And the minute you got to be careful what you believe because ABK is popular. Do you know what I mean? It's uh... no, well, no, ABK is popular, but we're talking the money that the gaming industry generated out of the United Kingdom made up three percent of global income for the entire worldwide gaming industry in every region across the world. I we'll have to look into that because it sounds a bit. That sounds a little bit low. Well, no, the, like no, we like the United States was dwarfed by the gaming industry in Asia. That's what I mean. They even took yeah, Asia. Like, yeah. Asia is a massive, massive. Like Asia, I think took up over fifty percent over revenue. I believe UK is eighth biggest gaming places. So but... they considered the entire. The UK was shoveled into a category of uh, Europe. Because they considered Europe as one at ah, one so they region, shouldn't, they shouldn't, and they, they shouldn't and, do that because as Brits now, I we, know we, right? we like to be UK and as the EU. So <laughs> they they said the entirety of Europe made up eighteen percent of total worldwide gaming revenue. Europe, um, I mean the EU is a bigger region, obviously. It's well, 20, yeah, it's twenty-seven countries now, I think. But at least when it comes back to the FTC situation, um. Even if the FTC, the CMA, if this deal does not go through having this documentation, this is where I'm sticking by what I'm saying. Microsoft is going to see how deep Sony's pockets really are. They're going to be able to base their strategies on going forward when it comes to getting third party exclusives. How much are they going to have to fork out for um, marketing of certain games? They're going to be able to have a financial understanding of what they're going to need to compete with Sony and kind of combat what they have done. And I really do think this is because they're going to have one of two things happen. Either Microsoft gets Activision Blizzard, they take their ball, they go back to the sidelines off the court, and they mind their own damn business. Yeah. If by some chance Sony screws this up for them, like we all know, Phil Spencer was promoted. There is a way of giving Phil Spencer control of Xbox, but where he stays at Microsoft or does things behind the side, the, the scenes. And now yeah. we have somebody that is either promoted underneath him or somebody that they hire externally to start hammering out these deals and becoming uber aggressive when it comes to combating the the monopoly, as I call it, that Sony has on on, on on public mind share, 
It, oh, okay. I could say because a lot of people would, but, but that's different mindshare, right? Okay. No, that I call it yeah. a monopoly. I call it a monopoly on public mindshare because the best way, like I've all the, the like, problem I is, hate... though, the problem is marketing deals. Uh, I don't totally know, but the reason I think that PlayStation often get them is because they go for them. The advantage they have is the fact that they have such a massive player base between PS4 and PS5. It dwarfs Xbox. You see what I mean? So I don't. You got to find out whether it's to do with money, or to is whether it's the player base size and the money, or there's something in it. Do you know what I mean? Well, this Sony knows. You know. Well, this is where I'm sorry. This is me. Microsoft was able to include to increase like from what last I heard, there was 120 million active users of the Xbox ecosystem. I get so freaking tired of hearing, oh, we've got 115 million PS4s in the wild. Okay, cool. But what if Joe Blow over there has 10 of them locked up in a closet? That's 10 consoles that are not being used. That's true. But when they say the Xbox ecosystem, but that's also PC. That's also me logging into the Xbox app on the PC as well. Right. And you know what the funny part is? The PC community was so against Xbox. And all of a sudden we get Game Pass. And now I hear more PC players talking about the Xbox ecosystem. They actually were able to create brand awareness by a a service. It's it's because, obviously, Microsoft created a lot of bad blood in the PC community. You you obviously know this, don't you? Years ago, they they got all in on gaming. Then they, like, kind of, oh, fuck this, we're out of here. They kind of went all in, then jumped out and and went, went to console. They created a lot of. It's mainly the older people remember it, like probably my age people or older. They and they've managed to obviously turn it around a bit, but they mm-hmm. did create a bad, a lot of bad blood on PC. They did, and the Steam. They'll never be able to do what Steam does, but it put the Game Pass app is okay on PC. It's not. The most intuitive app I've ever seen for a software company. No, but if you look at it, now they've got it to where... But that's the thing. Why do I need to get anything else? I have Steam. Steam is great. Steam, Steam, Steam. And And then all of a sudden, Epic Games came in and changed the flipped the script and created the Epic Game Store. And everybody got really mad about that. I remember when the Epic Game Store got started and there was all these exclusivity deals on what oh. games could be sold on what storefront. I mean, I thought fanboys existed, right? But I didn't realise that on, on the, generally PC gamers ain't fanboys, but you get these people that were store fanboys, that Steam I fanboys. I know, store fanboys. Where the, <laughs> I can't, I'm like, oh, no, I'm Team Walmart. What? Well, no, it was a bit weird. I mean, all, all the PC gamers I know weren't like that, but there was actually people... You can't do in the going crazy Epic Game Store, bro. App, no, no, don't support it. You know, they start giving that and they still give out free games every month, don't they? Oh, yeah. I, I, even ha- I have, I have, I have both a Steam account and an Epic Games account, which is hilarious. Just to redeem them. Oh, I do every month. I redeem well, them whether I play them or not. It's another matter. But I, I like, I see what Masuka, the Game Pass app is horrible on PC. And that's one of the things why Microsoft has definitely struggled in the PC world with gaming is let's just face it the windows store was always like like people did not like the windows store and even to this day i still have problems with the 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 store on xbox not loading right they definitely need to fix that store 
uh, on both console and PC when it comes to being optimized. You would, you would think, though, we've been a major software and Windows company that they'll be able to sort this stuff out. But I, I don't know whether they don't know what to do or I don't. Did they? Did I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. Really, and, you'd think that they'll be. It would be amazing. It would run the best. It would be, you know, it'd be. It, I don't, I don't know what to say because they should be on. They, they really should have it nailed down. They should. And you know what? That's the only thing. But I'm also not gonna expect them to be perfect. Like I mean, like look over on the PlayStation side. On the PlayStation side, um, like I'm gonna be upfront. I hate the PlayStation Store because literally, I remember when I got my PS5. And I put in the PS5 version of Miles Morales and I went to play it. And it's like, you don't own this game. No, oh, yeah. what the hell? I've got the disc in the machine. What do you mean? I don't freaking own the game. And, he, and, yeah. and, and it's because it was trying to load the PS4. No, wait, sorry. It was the, the Spider-Man remastered or whatever the hell. It was. Basically the game console was trying to load the PS4 version of the game. And I had the PS5 version of the game. I had to basically go into the store and tell it, no, I want to load this version of the game. And then it was like, oh, okay, you own that one. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Over on Xbox, at least the machine has enough brains to freaking know what version of the freaking game I got. Are you that? Oh, my God. Like, and that's where nobody's that. Nobody is perfect. I understand there's going to be limitations uh, for everybody's design. Um, but I also do agree with you. We're talking about Microsoft here. And see, Microsoft has always been an amazing hardware company. But when it comes to software, uh, the biggest focus of their software development has always been on Windows. And everything else has always been like a, a secondary project that doesn't get as much love and attention as Windows does. So just... Yeah, but just um, an article was just dropped on the VGC, um, and it's to do with COD. Uh, Xbox hits back. Uh, UK claims COD exclusivity could hurt Sony's ability to compete. Apparently, the amount of players willing to switch to Xbox for COD is too small, according to according to Microsoft. That's, that's probably why they want to put it onto Switch. So let's see. Actually, I'm wrong there. Nintendo, way, the way Microsoft worded it, they never said to switch, did they? They said Nintendo. No, they said Nintendo. So the, what they're saying, I've spoke to a few people, and what they're saying is, um, basically, it'd be the next iteration. So the next iteration will probably be the same power as a PS4. So that would be enough to make and make a Call of Duty. Because they never bump like the Series X. It'd be like PS4 level. They're always, they're always behind, aren't they? Yeah, they're always about a generation behind. So but, they make pure profit. But that's where, if you really want to talk on a hardware level, at least when it comes to user interface, Nintendo has always been very innovative. Uh, the Wii with the motion controls, uh, the Wii U, a very short-lived device. I actually have one here still. Um, the Wii U had a screen in it, which really kind of changed the game, gave the birth of the idea of the Switch, which really perfected the blending of the two consoles, uh, the Wii and the Wii U. We got the Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm just curious on what their next hardware innovation is going to be um, over at Nintendo for their newer console. 
see, uh, Mashuku's put this because he's a PC guy. I would like to support that, but I cannot understand that a company that makes the, the OS and the app has managed to blue screen loop many times for me. It is totally baffling to me. You are right, apparently, Masuka. They should have the best people in the business, and they make the goddamn Windows. They make the operating system. You are right. It's uh, hopefully something they try and work on more. It is, but there's, but yeah, I don't know what else to say about from that. It's hopefully something mm-hmm. they, they work the work to get better on. Right. Are, you an in, are you an insider on that program, Masuku, for the PC? Do you guys like say, holy new, cow. new builds of it? I will not. I will never sign my con. See, that's another thing too. I will never sign my console up for the Xbox. Uh, I ain't doing that. Casey, for the, Casey, the insider Casey, program, hell Casey, no. Casey bricks it. No chance. Yep. I meant. Nope. I meant. Is he an insider for the PC? Because I think they've got insiders on the PC too. They have. But. Like going back to the FTC to cap this all out, it's just going to be nice that at least this is more of a, this is more of a poking back from Microsoft to where Sony knows next time, if they're going to meddle in Xbox and Microsoft's affairs, they could potentially get themselves wrapped up into a situation they don't want to be part of. Um, and that's what's funny about this whole situation is Sony probably did for not five seconds thought that running their mouth, they were going to get slapped with a subpoena from Microsoft and Microsoft would get what they asked for. And that's probably where now you have Sony that's like, OK, great. Now we got to give them because let's just put it this way. If if Sony didn't care, they would have not put up as big a fight that, as they did to try to squash this subpoena out of the way. And obviously. The, that didn't work out for him. The, the 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 judge catered to pretty much three quarters of Microsoft's demands, um, and that's where Sony now knows next time that this could be something that they might want to stay out of, or at least really have all their ducks in a row and know that if they're going to get involved, that they could definitely be dragged into the middle of this. Um, but when it comes to this whole deal, the one thing I've always been focused at is everybody's always talking about games, games, games. I am so sick and effing tired of hearing call of duty because in my opinion, call of duty is a, is a diminishing return franchise because it's just been going for so long that at this point, it's just a multiplayer machine that, that prints money. Um, exactly. Well, Marcus, I've well, they that's right. into this three trillion dollar company. I'm seeing a lot of it, you know. <laughs> that's where, but that's are we going to turn Call of Duty into like Fortnite, where all it is is just running around shooting each other? For me, the Call of Duties were those. Like I, I enjoyed uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, the, the 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 Space Age one. I enjoyed it. I I actually liked the store, like those Michael Bay esque style of games where they were just these really great. Uh, experiences with explosions and and it felt like a, a Hollywood special special effects action movie. Um, and those are the parts of Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty for the campaigns. People oh, sit. Want, I wait for them to come. I, I will wait for these games to come out to about twenty bucks, and yeah, then I'll buy to. them to play the campaign. 
You need to, that's fair enough. I've actually recently installed, and I've been playing Warzone and DMZ, and it's actually uh, not too bad. I've been having a go at that. I've been trying to try games I haven't tried them. Right. Well, I've really tried, I've been trying to test my well, connection out. You know, well, um, with downloading games. Now, I'll tell you what I'm impressed by. Um, I went to download Warzone, and do you know how you used to have to download half your, ent your entire hard drive? That's now stopped. You can just pick to download the Warzone, and you can individually pick the part. When was the last time you played a Call of Duty game? Fucking long time ago. I was gonna say they. I think they've been. I remember they did that on Black Ops. Black since, Ops was since, the last. Uh, not Black Ops. And I tweeted about it. And Sensei's thoughts. Uh, he's a good guy. Sorry, Sensei, it was Cold War. Yeah, Sensei kills. Said yeah, they, they did. They did that because people are fed up with, with it on the console. Uh, but he says yeah, on the PC they still make them download the whole game, everything. They do. Well, I, I, I remember I, buying a Cold War. To since I to download anything COD related. And I thought I'll try it. I'll really try and test my speed out on the on the, the console. And it was like oh, 55 gig. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I tweeted about it, and apparently it was old news. It was. <laughs> I remember downloading Cold War, and when I told it to download everything, I had no idea. I was like, how the hell did Warzone end up on my console? And then when you go on a when you go on a Cold War, do you want to play Warzone or Cold War? I I, I that's when I realized I was like, oh my god, they split the two games. That's freaking insane. And I I actually was... uninstalled freaking Cold uh, Warzone. Um, but the one thing that I'm really, I really want the, the regulators from all around the world to really take look at is for starters, there is a major human rights issue with Activision Blizzard. And this is where I love how everybody's like thinking that if by some chance they prevent Microsoft from getting them that that activision blizzard is going to somehow still you know like oh they'll still be around to sell call of duty it, dude that company is tearing itself apart from the inside they're the the executives are checked out um we they're not exactly acknowledging the fact that this company has been sued and had complaints filed to government regulatory uh agencies about the mistreatment of people the like most of the unionization that is taking place in the gaming industry is coming out of the things that Activision Blizzard has done to people. Um, the, we're talking abusive tactics towards Q&A testers, uh, a lot of game crunch towards people that I mean, like serious amounts of crunch, as we could see, uh, keeping Call of Duty going has consumed a lot of really great talent. Um, I, I said this last night on um, TXR. I'll say it again. The Call of Duty franchise has the ability to take a game developer that is passionate about making games and passionate about what they do, chewing them up and spitting them out into being somebody that is completely burnt out and no longer has that passion. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. where they need to look beyond the the implications of like oh what happens to playstation what happens to all those people that could really use some fresh blood into the management over there no. uh, especially with how crazy the management acts it's a great, and then, it's a great thought that is but it's not one regulators it's not part of the regulatory process none of that is and that's kind of quite sad and the other part that i'm wanting to at least argue that they need to look at the bigger picture if we want to talk business perspective 
is this is going to screw up the gaming industry if they block oh, this deal. If, if, if this deal passes or if this deal fails, the gaming industry is still going to change forever. Oh, it's going to be changed. Of, of result. Now, the thing is, I feel if the deal goes through, the gaming industry will be a lot more peaceful. If it doesn't go through, we're going to well, be peaceful to a point. We're going to see, obviously, all the, like, you know, Sony acquires this guy, Mac, Microsoft gets that guy. We'll see some stuff like that, but we're not going to see, like, the aggressiveness that we would see where, like, I'm talking, like, Ted Turner versus Vince McMahon, oh, WCW yeah. versus WWE at, at era in the Attitude Era where these guys were literally, you know, popping shots at each other with their television shows. Um, and that's where I, the reason why I say this is there's all these talks about, well, if Microsoft gets ABK, Sony's going to get that guy and Microsoft has plans oh, to buy the, this person. Oh, talking if this, load of crap. If it will, if by, well, even if that's true, mm -hmm. if this deal gets blocked, we're going to see the gaming industry stagnate because everybody is going to feel like they're walking on eggshells and that nobody is going to be able to acquire anybody from this point because now all of a sudden, well, are we are we going to waste a lot of time and money trying to acquire somebody? What happens if we get dragged into regulations court? What happens if this happens? What happens if that? And now all of a sudden, everybody's going to start having this, this fear of trying to uh, expand the gaming industry with acquisitions and mergers like this. And that's oh, where it's like, yeah. what about the business ramifications that this one deal being blocked can have on the entire industry. Oh, it can. It just happens that Microsoft tried to buy the biggest publisher in the business. That's all. Do you know what I mean? So Did we really say they're the biggest. I mean, what about uh, um, Embracer? Um, no, they're, they're not worth sixty-nine billion, despite what despite what they own in, in money value, etc. They're not. They're not the biggest at all. Nowhere near. I, like I said, I'm just ready for Call of Duty to finally fall on its face because I'm because I'm, even if ABK does go through, um, I, a lot of Xbox fans have heard them say, "Oh, they're going to pull all these CDOs off." No, they're not. They're going to keep pumping out COD because they've got contracts in place. It makes it it's a big money maker, and that is what it's about. Because everyone keeps saying, "Oh." It's going to stay separate. It's a separate subsidiary. They're not going to get involved, etc. Yeah, some of them support studios will be pulled off further games, but COD will keep rolling out yearly. It's a big, big money maker. Plus, you've got the CDL, the Call of Duty League, to keep running. You've got all of this and that. It's, is, is, is it? I, I just wonder if Xbox, uh, Microsoft, can handle controlling them, or the not? It's a big task, though. Don't easy. It's a big. You know, it'd be a big task. Um, but like I, I keep saying it, like I really wonder what the future holds for Call of Duty, um, purely because this will help segment into our next discussion, and you'll know where I'm going with this one. Um, oh yeah, dude, the the industry, the, the gaming consumers <laughs> are getting burnt out on games as a service. Call of Duty is exactly that. Games as a service. Right, like, which, which, which topic are we going for? Oh, we'll probably like the whole thing with uh, Suicide Squad. Right. Okay. And I that's know, what I, I mean. Like, that. look at look at how the whole industry is changing. Uh, right. Well, the industry perspective and consumer demand. 
I remember when companies like EA and like Ubisoft, even Ubisoft has shot themselves in the foot with games as a service freaking models. At this point, gaming consumers, it's kind of like, you know, a different subject. Don't want to get into it, but like VR, those who enjoy VR have already been converted into VR it's really hard to drag new consumers into VR because if it doesn't appeal to you, it doesn't appeal to you. Same as games as a service. And everybody also has their games as a service picked out. I want to try it. But, PSVR one I'd like to try. But, no, but what um, I'm getting at by picking their line in the sand um is mine is elder scrolls online that's my games as a service that is the game that i keep going back to because that is the service game i want i keep trying to play destiny but i i mean like literally destiny is like oh it's all right i want to enjoy i i try to enjoy it i, play is, it I do like destiny I, I need to play it more the problem is is you even ask destiny players what's going on and a lot of them can't tell you oh i know yeah, and, uh... and that's why i like dso it's a more cohesive story and they yeah. also don't sunset. They don't sunset stuff. Uh, That's stopped. its own argument. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know they stopped, but is Cade Six still in the series? No, Cade. Oh, Six. Dude, dude if somebody hard. was to hop into Destiny right now, and you're like, "Hey, uh, you heard of Cade Six? Who's Cade Six? Oh no, it's the, not, the, the coolest that. mother cool. in freaking. Yeah, who's <coughs> <was> cool? <coughs> Welcome, but, Paul. No. Uh, Paul AFC. Thanks for popping in, mate. I appreciate that. Will you share this show out? Right. Uh, Thank you, everybody, on, for tuning in. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please drop us a subscribe and uh, leave us a review. But yeah, I reckon we should but, roll into this next right. topic. I'm gonna yeah, freaking you you lead off on it because you were the one that was talking about it yesterday. I've watched some videos on it. I've watched a few influencers talk about it. I'm a little aware of what's going on with the game. Um, so here, and... here we have Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. What I can see is we've got new Avengers, like everyone. Though <laughs> the worst part is I, I I don't know because Avengers, it might be worse than Avengers because Avengers, uh, the the sad part is if they sh like we all know they're going to stop support for the game if they were to shut down the servers or whatnot. Uh, I think you wouldn't exactly. be able to play the multiplayer, but I think the single player experience is still accessible, but. Um, when it comes to Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, there's a part of me that thinks that's going to be an always online game, and the I single would, player experience is going to be potentially behind that wall. I would, I would, I would say so. I mean, the problem is what a lot of people. Oh, thanks for sharing it out, Paul. I appreciate that. The the problem is though, everyone it does. Everyone can slag it off this game, and it's getting a lot of criticism. But what you've got to understand is, and you, you agreed as well with this in, in the DMs. Back when this was probably made, uh, they started to put this in pre-production, probably six to eight years ago. Can't exactly know how long. Six years, probably right. Every game was trying to be the new hot Fortnite, COD, Warzone, all that. They're all trying to get a piece of the pie. Warner Brothers probably thought. Hmm. Yeah, we could do with doing this. This is the cool, trendy thing to do, and they've obviously kept up with it. But 
the problem is at the time when they thought because recently the downfall of live service games has happened massively loads of the basically the not popular live service games have all shut down and even avengers is shutting down which is technically even though it's a live service you you paid for it normally a lot of live service it's free to play but i suppose crossfire x yes crossfire x is loads and i think what the case is like warner brothers merged with who did they merge with merge with can't think of the merge. there was a big merge discovery and warner are now one company and i'd imagine this cost a lot of money to make despite it despite it doesn't look great but um they're in that deep they're like they can't cancel it and, re- and make another game they've got they've got to roll with it and see what happens they so, yeah. are but for all we know they could have another game they're making as well there could be a single player game like batman don't have high hopes that that will happen. Right. Don't but, know. There could be another game they're working on. That's, that's another Batman game. So but, I could see a lot of people buying Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, purely because this is uh, Kevin Conroy's uh, okay. send off for Batman. This was the last time he voiced Batman. Uh, like, you know, you, you know about Kevin Conroy, right? I don't know about anything comic book related. No, so no, Kevin Conroy has played the voice of Batman in cartoons, video games. He is Batman, essentially. Like, I mean, if you listen to this man talk on a microphone in a live event uh, and you close your eyes, you hear Batman. And regretfully, last year, we lost Kevin Conroy uh, from this world. And this is his basically send off. And I remember at the video game awards, uh, they showed everybody that Batman is in the game and that he's not a very nice guy and he is being voiced by Kevin Conroy. And oh, people, yeah, people so you're right. Lost probably, yeah. probably could sell well. I think Spoiler. it's going to sell well yeah. just for that very reason. But the sad part is, though, like we all see what's going on with this game. I mean, like, have you, I don't know if you've gone and looked at like the gameplay I don't even like calling it a trailer because a trailer to me is an advertisement for the game and the story. When I say we'll call it the gameplay reveal where they show you how the, where they reveal how the actual mechanics of the game are going to function. And you saw, and you see how I I did, I did watch it. Yeah. Okay. And you saw how some of the, the player loadout screens for like the justice league members kind of reminded you of the division. You got yeah. your di- armor ratings, weapon yeah, ratings, all this they've stuff. Got new, they've got new characters and new loadouts and everything. They're going to keep adding to the roadmap and everything. It's um, yeah, very division like. And I and I and everybody has the roadmap. And this is where I, I'm just saying, if you're going to be a games as a service provider, you know what on. you need to worry about before you freaking roadmap that damn thing. Make sure that game comes out top notch and comes out with every feature that you promised when you first advertised it. Because if that game comes out buggy or lacking features, then your roadmap gets affected. Because why? Now you have to devote labor and resources into patching bugs and finishing stuff that should have been there when the game came out. Exactly. You have uh, one thing they could do um, to promote it is put before it comes out is uh, put a load of these characters in Fortnite advertise it in Fortnite that would help 
Oh, do you think Fortnite would even allow that? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're very open to. Um, well, you know what? It, no one's gonna ditch Fortnite for the long term. Over, oh no, just, I'm gonna play Justice League the rest I mean, of my life. They tried it with Halo, but they do do a lot of marketing in the game. You don't think it's marketing, but it is. You know, the Fortnite are very big on these kind of deals, and they've got they've got partnerships with uh, people like Warner Brothers, etc. Not saying they will, but they probably don't need it. They don't, but um, I don't don't think they'll. I don't think they'd feel threatened by this game somehow. They probably looked at it and laughed. (laughs) Oh, they probably did. Like I'm, dude. Come on now. That that, that's what's sad about it is everybody is chasing that Fortnite money. That's the only thing that makes me say. Like I do wonder if it is ever going to be a game that's going to pop that Fortnite off. Because I never thought. Well, technically, Call of Duty has never been popped off because technically call of duty is a 60 well, it was 60 quid game now then 70 and technically fortnite is a free to play game so technically they're both two different markets one's free one's not well that's where i i try to say like you should never compete the way your competitor wants you to compete um it's a phrase i stick with vince mcmahon said it when he was talking about competing with ted turner and ted turner wanted Vince McMahon to compete on a traditional level when it came to the to what was delivered on the shows and Vince McMahon was like no I'm not going to compete the way you want me to I'm going to do do it the way I want to and you're not going to dictate that to me that's what I love about at least what they did with Fortnite like I mean if you would have told people years ago when Fortnite first came out and with the save the world campaign yeah. Or the save the world mode, which I do own. Yeah, um, I've never seen you playing that. Yeah, yes. That. And um, so that's where if you would have told people when that game first came out, like this is gonna be the biggest game in the world, what what are you smoking? And it's all because you. they're gonna re- yeah, and it's because they're going to release a game mode that's battle royale. At the time, battle royale was dominated by PUBG. Then they're going to take it a step further, they're gonna make it free to play. Wait, I get to play this game for free? Yeah. And all of a sudden, we see Call of Duty be like, oh shit, these guys just did something we never thought was possible. You can make your game free? You can do that? And and we saw the instant success that Fortnite got by making a game free to play and uh, giving them that experience that you get over on Call of Duty, just running around and shooting each other exactly. and introducing a competitive mode like Battle Royale and have all, and now all of a sudden people are compelled to spend these absorbent amounts of money on V-Bucks and skins and all this other stuff, and the game is literally a freaking casino cash cow for Epic Games, and it allowed Epic Games to grow themselves to the point where they opened the Epic Game Store, and now they are like a massive influence in the gaming industry because of Fortnite. If you would have tried to explain that to people when that Save the World campaign was first dropped on console, they would have thought you were high. Well, when I did see that, that's what they were working on. They dropped, they dropped gears for this. So I was thinking, what the fuck are they smoking? Oh Obviously, yeah, you know it. It is one of the big, you know, it is the, the, the uh, I pay Fortnite from time to time. It's, it's all right. I paid a non-building mode, uh, obviously. But um, one thing you can't knock it for is it is whenever there's a bug, they fix it. Uh, they're always coming out with new and fresh modes. 
they're fresh. I know you've got to buy a lot of the skins, but that's a free-to-play game. And I believe how they get around a lot of these updates is they leave it in beta. I, I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe, I believe Fortnite's still in beta. Um, I don't... Or, or was it left? Beta's the cheapest way to get updates. I really don't know. I, I think it's got to be considered a full-fledged game at this point. I'd be... You probably asked, but I thought beta was the fastest... Because I believe I don't know. I have to have to look at I have to look at Warzone because it used to be that the best way was to leave it in, to leave it in beta. If it's a free to play game, it might not be now, but uh, I doubt it. It's such a they would never allow it. It's such a big game. Do you know what I mean? They make oh yeah. Buildings. But no, it, that's why it's so popular. And they've got it's also a community tab. There's loads of community made content and all sorts. There's loads of stuff on there. It's why it's so popular. The only, like, for me, when it comes to, when it comes to games as a service games like Fortnite, may, it, Fortnite is, you're not going to be able to capture lightning in a bottle again. You're not going to be able to get all of a sudden, you, what Fortnite did revolutionized the industry. If all you're doing is creating a games as a service game to create a games as a service game, you aren't going to revolutionize anything. You're just going to be adding to an already oversaturated system. Um, and I really don't, I don't see what the next move is for games as a service because we've already reached its, its pinnacle with giving people the game for free. The only other exactly. thing you can do is uh, what, give them all the skins and you don't charge them a dime. Yeah. That's not going to work because then that's not games as a service. That's just providing a game for free. Um, and, that's the only thing that I like. I'm not against games as a service. I'm not against always online games. I, I see a lot of people that always get up in arms over uh, the, the, the single player game is behind uh, is behind being online all the time. Dude, this is something that has been practiced for a long time at this point. There is multiple single player campaigns that are locked behind the always online paywall. Here's or, one. Tried mm -hmm. to get in the, the the live service game. Halo Infinite. Well, Halo Infinite. It's getting good. I'm actually playing it. I've started to play it now. I'm, I'm actually, you know, all the sticker gave it. I'm actually, I'm actually trying to get good at Halo, Halo Infinite. It's actual. Um, I need to play that game more. The actual gun, gun you know, the gunplay and all that solid, and everything they're unveiling for season three. It, it looks good. There's like three more maps and it, it, it does look good. It, it does. It's um they are trying to make the game better, but obviously their plans is just multiplayer. So when you've got an entire studio just on multiplayer, things should definitely pick up because they've got this um cliffhanger map coming. Uh they've got Chasm and they've got a map called Oasis. But I'm not an expert on Halo, so I'm not going to go in depth. I'm not a Halo guy, but I have been playing it. It's about knocking it for ages, and I've been getting a few kills in, but they need to let me kill them. <clears throat> it's much faster than Gears, because in Gears, I'm just used to running around with my shotgun. Whereas this is a, it's a lot more, it's a, it's a lot faster-paced game. It is. But despite the fact people say it's, this game is dead, the numbers say not more and more people are playing Halo Infinite despite their 
despite their faults. I do think in the end, this game will be a top tier shooter game. What what they envisioned the multiplayer side, not the. And I hope one day that they do go back and add to the story. But I think the story might. Be, I think the story might be um, a, probably a new game, um, not add-on content. But their vision is obviously multiplayer. But I've been lot. I've been trying it because I've been trying to be more positive about Xbox because I get uh, people think I'm PlayStation guy sometimes. And I, don't, I, I see where people get that from. And I've been trying to try more more, more Xbox stuff. And I went back and put Halo back on the main hard drive and uh, gave it a go. And I'm trying. It, you've got these Halo guys like masters. I've got a few. I've been getting a few kills in each game. But yeah, it's a, it's a good game. And um, I haven't completed the main game, but the multiplayer is good. But the Season three drops tomorrow, and that looks exciting. Three new maps and loads more. I would go in depth, but I'm really no good at explaining it. If you need to look at it, people just Google it. I'm not a good at explaining it of this, despite it being in the topics. Hopefully, oh. the the whole Halo thing, they're able to resurrect that whole situation. Like I know a lot of people yeah, are mad hopefully. that they're 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 going to be fo- be hyper focused on the multiplayer. Um, man, that whole situation with Halo, I, I feel like my, my, my golden age of Halo was during Halo three and I never got sucked back in. And now it's just one of those games that I just come in and casually play every now and then. Most of the time when I get into Halo, it's because, uh, somebody that I'm hanging out with wants to play Halo and that's how I get playing Halo. I want to try this one here. You see this one here, this one here. You see what's going? Where you're in someone's bedroom. That that that, that 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 that's from the forge. That is someone's made that on forge mode. There's nothing on my screen, just to warn you. Oh, okay. You probably can't see it. Hang on. Yeah, I can see it on my phone. So yeah, it's uh you probably can't see it on your screen. But it's a it's a Halo video playing. So you couldn't see the last you you you, you couldn't you couldn't I've been see. watching I've been watching the Suicide Squad stuff. But you can't see Halo on the screen now. Nope. There's Halo on the screen now. Paul Wait, wait, Suku, no, my bad. I was on the wait a minute. But we're not okay, but it's not showing on the YouTube feed, it's showing on my screen. I can see it on my screen, but it's not showing on the feed. I'm on my mobile. On 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 uh, YouTube and, it, and it's, it's there. Hmm. Oh, it's also because it's I'm only hella... seven, it's only seven twenty p on there anyway. There it is. Obviously. I was freaking there. But yeah, it's um. I've I've been liking that Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer. Not playing much of it, but I've, I've given it a go. I'm trying to be more try more things out from from xbox because they do have good games it's like sea of thieves is a good good game and if you if you get a good group or you i have had such a laugh on there in the past i need to play i need to be more social that's my problem i'm, I'm not when it comes to playing games <laughs> but uh, I, sea of thieves is one of the best multiplayer games uh, xbox has fact i don't like grounded though i'm not a fan of that one i don't like grounded but a lot of people do like grounded I'm um, with you on that. Uh, 
on the whole um Honey, I shrunk the kids. Sea of Thieves thing. I I I Sea of Thieves. I was actually able to get my wife into playing Sea of Thieves. That's I, how mess fun up, that, like, I mess about in it a lot though. That's, that's a lot of the fun is. If you play with some hardcore Sea of Thieves people, you might not have that much fun. You need you need or, or you need people that know, you know, won't be bothered if you if you mess about, because that's what I used to do. But Sea of Thieves is top notch after that. In the end, it, it is it is top notch. Um, I think Halo Infinite will be in the end. They're working on it. Season three seems to be impressing people. That drops tomorrow, so I imagine there'll be a big update tomorrow, or in the early hours. I don't know what what time. It's usually in American time. They drop the update. I don't know when it's dropping. I don't. But uh, I'll, I'll try that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that looks positive and. Um, but yeah, uh, what else are we going to talk about? If you want to talk about more games as a service, let's talk yeah. about what yeah. you brought up yeah. yesterday with the whole Australian government with, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like with Sony and feet. I'm still confused, man. On why is I, only I, Sony mentioned? Apparently, like, I, what's going on with that? Yeah, because I asked some, I asked a few people, I speak to a few people, I sent them the same article, and I was like. Surely Xbox is there, and they were like, "Yeah, why is an Xbox mentioned?" Unless Xbox marked it as um, I'm just trying. I'm just getting the article. Um, unless 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 Xbox has marked it as gambling, but I just can't see it. So PlayStation they did this article from Eurogamer, fifth of March this year, by an article by Vicky Blake, contributor. Uh, basically, PlayStation has been ordered to refund Australian FIFA players after a court ruled that FIFA Ultimate Team packs are a form of gambling. As reported by Games Whipchuff, probably said that wrong, and spotted by VGC, a court, oh, another name I can't remember, home of good, I can't, ruled that football games, uh, I'm going football games, FUT packs, so that means FIFA Ultimate Team packs, violated the country's gambling laws. According to lawyer, another name I can't read, um, the plaintiffs, which included one minor, had allegedly gambled away hundreds of euros in FUT packs, where the uncertain monetary value of the packs violated the Australian Gaming Act. Consequently, the, the court alleged that the controversial loot boxes could be classed as illegal gambling. According to the report, most claims are for around 800 euros, although in particular extreme cases, it has gone to 85,000 euros. The court has now asked Sony to repay 338 euros and dot 26. I don't know what they use. Uh, we use pence. I don't know what they're using euros. And orders EA, obviously, this must be in Australian money, maybe. This is Euros. I don't know why they're using Euro. Eurogamers, UK and European. And orders EA to label FUT pack of gambling uh, as gambling games that requires a license. EA and Sony have yet to comment on the judgment, and you can challenge the verdict on appeal. They will challenge that. You know what they're like. 
they will. It's always been contested here, though. But to be fair, I used to work with a lad, uh, and he was heavily into he was heavily into these packs, and he'd say to me, "Yeah, I spent a few thousand. What do you mean you spent a few thousand? Oh yeah, I spent at least four grand. How? Oh, it's it's just so addictive. I and I, I, I said to me, you like work. You, I don't. Oh, I was, I said, how are you affording that then? Oh, I don't mean I didn't drop foul. I mean, over a long period, I didn't mean I've dropped two grand just like that. And he, he, just, he thought it was fine. Oh, fair enough, you want to waste all your money. But it, it is in the UK, it's always been contested too. But they've never actually, they've always, they've always had certain MPs and that say, yeah, it's, it needs to be investigated, it's gambling. But no one's ever took it, no one's ever labeled it as gambling. Yeah, but it is. But when you can spend that amount of money, that's gambling. You don't know what you're getting. These packs are random, apparently. They're like, I don't know what they do, these these football packs. But they make a lot of money, they do, out of FIFA. Well, the game's changing soon. The name, the name of the game's changing. It is. Because FIFA got a little bit greedy and wanted a little bit too much money for the new licence fee. So EA didn't agree to it, and they've, 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 I think it's called EA Sports Club or something like that. But they've managed to get around FIFA, and they've done deals with the Premier League, and they've done deals with all sorts of leagues, but they've cut FIFA out of it, basically. They've gone around the Premier League, and they've gone around done all these various deals, but they just can't use the FIFA as in the game. So the FIFA packs will have to change to EA Sport. They'll come up with a new name for it. When the license finally runs out, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they just mentioned PlayStation because if the it does look like the the case was based on PlayStation players, but surely the court would have said these packs are, are on Xbox too. So please tell get Xbox to mark them as gambling too as well. Um, it's a bit, odd, it's a bit odd. I don't get it. Yeah, I think. Or unless I'm they're not curious. available on Xbox there. I don't I don't know. It's it's a bit yeah, no, you'd think that hmm, it's a bit strange that one. It is. It is. I think Xbox got around it because they're they're selling points. They're selling... they're selling points that it's kind of like you buy currency. So the, the, the workaround is if you sell people currency, what people do with that currency is their own damn initiative. Oh, or like when years ago when Xbox 360 used to have Microsoft points, weren't it, to buy in-game in-game stuff. Do you remember that? Do, do you remember that or not? What, what part? Do you remember when on Xbox... If you wanted to buy something in-game, you used to have to buy Microsoft points. Um, there used to be in-game currency on the Xbox 360. For, I think I remember that. I didn't. <clears throat> I don't think they were called Microsoft points. I can't remember what they were, but but they had a currency. But in the end, they changed it because it was too becoming too complicated for them. For them, I think. See, that's where I'm wondering if that's why Xbox got to work around it because, like. 
the FIFA Ultimate Team, but that's where if we go to Sony, uh, Sony Ultimate, the Sony FIFA FUT pack, that was in my exploration. Uh, so right here, uh, FIFA Ultimate Team. Uh, enjoy new ways to play and earn rewards as you build your dream squad in FUT 23. So they're not just advertising. Uh, they're not just advertising FIFA 23. They're advertising ultimate team directly. Um, and that's where I I'm kind of wondering if that's why Xbox isn't because they have by EA sports FIFA 23 ultimate edition uh, but when you try to put in buy FUT, it comes with uh, the the points card where it's like, oh, buy these points and you can uh, points can be used on FIFA Ultimate Team. That's interesting. I feel like that's probably how they got around it. Then that's how <laughs> Xbox got yeah. around it. That's probably how they got around that, though. But yeah, like the pack I'm staring at right now, twelve thousand points is a hundred bucks. Damn, wow. but I can't really, but I can't really like, this is where I'm just like, you know, I participate in systems like this and I I'm going to be upfront. Like I I'm part of elder scrolls online. We have something called crown crates. I buy crowns, which are a, a currency that I purchase. Um, generally the most common one that I get is, uh, the, the, the 5,500, now, before I only really buy them when they're on sale. Generally, when they're on sale, it's 28 bucks for 50, 5,500 crowns. But typically, when they're not on when they're not on sale, it's about 40 bucks. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, like, yeah, I'm getting a $13 discount. I, that's when I buy crowns. But because I'm also part of ESO Plus, I get like 1750 in crowns deposited into my account at the beginning of every month. Uh, for being part of ESO plus. And normally what I do is I just stack my points every month and I find myself like either something I want to get, or I'll buy a couple crown a couple crown crates for kicks and giggles, but I'll be up front. Um, I actually just bought um, like 15 crates. I, I thought it would be fun just to throw it at it. And I think I forget how many, how many points it was for 15 crates. I think it was like four or 5,000 points and all 15 crates. I, I was trying to play the odds. I went and I went online. I looked at the odds and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to throw my, my, my crowns at it and see what happens. And yeah, I got ripped off. But at least it was using uh, money that I had already invested in with the subscription service. I didn't go out of my way to purchase the points to get the to try to do this. And that's where I, I, I can definitely fully agree that it's it's full on gambling and it needs to be labeled as such. But if you're going to be spending thousands of dollars on that, you've got a deeper problem. Yeah, you definitely have. You definitely have. You know, we were talking about Fortnite. Just, just looking on VGC. You know how much they they charge for skins, and you never been able to, you know, really see them properly. Like you can see them, but they're apparently as of next week. Obviously, as a rumor, and there's, 
you know, a Fortnite League of Hyper X has claimed on Twitter that next week, uh, is it next week? The next season, there'll be a first person mode in Fortnite. There will be. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. So, um, the current season is due to end on the 8th of March. So, to moot the Tuesday, Wednesday then. Uh, well, See, I wonder what that's going to be like for PC players because I know some people really love obviously, Call of Duty, Call obviously. Of Duty because I mean the, the, the mouse control for first person is totally different than third person. They're an option. I don't think I think it just you can you choose it, you don't have to use well, it. Well, no, I'm just saying, is it going to give you a competitive edge though? Play the third person versus uh, first person, like first person, I really feel you could be more reflex oriented for what's in front of you but when you play in third person you have a bigger perspective of the character and what's going on around you yeah. i'm just curious on could that really deliver a competitive edge by having that as an option mm, kind of um, like how matt uh, kind of like how playing competitively having a mouse and keyboard is a competitive edge versus having a controller exactly you're right there you are really soft yeah, I'm not sure really. I'm not, but I just thought I just seen it. I thought I'd mention it because it says it. it the date's likely well March. Not uh, why did they, they write it? The VG American. I, I hate to. I'm used to English being written like the 9th of March. Well, <laughs> March nine is likely. March oh it's normal God. for you guys, isn't it? March 9 is likely. March March 9th, Well, the 9th of March is likely. This just differences is it's like the way you lot write dates. Like we would write, like, you know, we, you, we would write, say, today. Well, today, for instance, is 6th of the 3rd, 23. But in America, that would probably be 3, 6, 23, wouldn't it? Numbers would be different. Yes. Yeah. You gotta do it slightly different to us. But that's fair. Because it's when I hear a lot of traders, March nine. You know, no, 9th of March. It's like so, so say you got ninth and say something dropped on the second of March. So we go second the second of March, we do. We have to be different as, as English, don't we? Because then we, we invented a language, you know. <laughs> I know. Just like you we invented football. <laughs> well, apparently, though. Oh, my God. I love to poke though, at that every time. Apparently, though. I looked it up, though. This term soccer. Apparently, we invented the term soccer. But um, we, we, used, we used the term football. We do. I know you like wrestling. I've just seen this as well. WWE 2K23 DLC lineup revealed, including Bray Wyatt. Scott Steiner also makes his long-awaited return to the series. Oh, wow. Uh, the, the roster includes um, release date 19th of April. Scott Steiner, Rick Steiner, Top Dollar, the Astronaut Adonis, B-Fab, Manager only, not playable character. Pretty sweet pack. 
17th of May, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows. There's loads of there's loads. Of, uh, have you got this game? WWE 2K23. This is season pass content. This is. Have you have you have you got this game or not? Oh my god! Now you're asking. Hold on. You don't know. Uh, Will they release what are this? No, but what I'm saying is, are they showing the season pass for the new game that's getting ready to come out? No, this is for the current game, 2K23. This is a DLC lineup. If you buy a DLC, then I would probably get it because I have the season. I have the season pass for all these characters you get in. You can play as Wade Barrett. No, I don't think. But they're Hold rolling on. about in, in in like there's an April update, a May update, June. Nope, July, I have two K twenty two. Two K twenty three isn't out yet. Oh, sorry. Really? Okay. No, hold on. Let me see. Xbox. No. Uh, WWE two K twenty three. Normally they release it the year before. Twenty three. Okay. Then I didn't buy that version of it. Is it there? GameStop. It's on pre-order at GameStop. The release okay. the release date for the game is March seventeenth, which is days away. But oh, you know, my God, we got John Cena on the cover. Well, he just never he never wrestles. Why is he on it? Yeah, I, dude, it, the movie he star. Re- he re- yeah, he re- well now he's a movie star. But yeah. yeah, they've got him, dude. On the the deluxe edition, we've got like old school John Cena with the freaking chain and the padlock. Vincent uh, Mann's got back in there. He doesn't trust it. Put Cena on the cover. Do you know? Uh, do you know when this old Vince wants to sell a company? Do you think he, he really sell it, or do you think it's some people got this theory it's a work? Do you, do you think that he actually sell it to somebody at WWE? I don't personally, but it's like he's, he's, throwing his, he's throwing his dummy out basically. If he if he's not allowed control of his own company where he owns all the shares, I think once he gets too old. He's hit that. Once he's physically incapable of running the company, I think I feel like he would dip out. But as long as long as he can stroke his ego and go on screen and be Vince, uh, is he back in there now? Then because I thought he'd been blocked by the board of directors, even though that he has the highest majority share in the company. I think he he forced himself back in, and as a matter of fact, uh, Stephanie stepped. You know, Stephanie McMahon resigned, right? Yeah, I heard about that. Stephanie McMahon resigned. Um, I really don't even know what's going on with Triple H. I know Triple H was there for the the like the the Monday Night Raw uh, reunion episode where they they celebrate and they had uh, at least the members of DX. All the members of DX were there, other than um, yeah, it was DX. Yeah, it was DX. Other than uh, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Billy Gunn. Mr. Ass, he wasn't there because wasn't that there. guy, that guy's part of AEW now, so there's no way in hell he's going to be there. The blue uh, one, thanks for popping in. Obviously, been in the background. He oh, says, he heard me say the word wrestling. <laughs> that's probably at nine up, billion. They're, they're trying to sell it for. He appears. Yeah, he might have been there the whole time. He just appeared when you mentioned. You want to talk about a guy that knows his stuff in wrestling, man? And that's what I love about talking not, about. I love talking wrestling with Blue when we play online. I haven't actually watched it in ages. I yeah, dude. I, so when I sit here and I do my editing at night on videos, or I'm just looking for some for noise in the background, I have wrestling on. Uh, I'll stop. Is it, like, is it all right at the minute? Because I obviously haven't. There's been a lot of pay per views recently, and actually, I'm surprised. There's been some pay per views happen here. 
It's going to be some. Are we talking AEW or WWE? No, WWE pay-per-views. Um, I believe that one of the one uh, there's one coming up. They're coming to England, and there's going to there's going to be a pay-per-view here. There is. There's a couple planned for this year. Not not WrestleMania, not SummerSlam. Um, but and they've also apparently pay-per-views happen on Saturday nights now. Not Sundays, traditional Sundays like it used to be. Some of the pay-per-views have been happening on Saturday nights. Is that right? Yeah. Um, these last ones, like... Uh, That's the better night for people, especially the, in England. The Royal, uh, yeah, the Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber both appeared on Saturday night. Oh, I reckon... See, were they good? I, were they good? I find them interesting. I mean, we saw... Uh, we saw, obviously, at the Elimination Chamber, we saw Sami Zayn going against uh, the, the Tribal Chief, uh, Roman Reigns. This is where we're probably going to start boring people. Um, there's definitely some good shows. Like, with wrestling, there's always stuff you find interesting, and there's always stuff that you're just like, meh. Um, but I would definitely say at least what they've got going on with uh, Roman Reigns has been he's been champion now for like 900 days or oh, something God, like that when i started watching it again he was champ then yeah he's, he's still going wow he's still going but now here you want my <laughs> prediction real quick and blue i think they're going to make him drop the title in wrestlemania i think they're going to make him oh, drop it to i think they're going to make him drop it to cody rhodes oh i thought you were about to tell me you're going to face brock lesnar and just give it back to brock lesnar no they're making brock lesnar fight omos Who's he? Is he not? Hang on. There was a big dude when I was watching it. Is that him? Real big, big, tall dude. Massive. Is that him? We're ta- we're ta- when we say massive, we're talking really tall African-American man, yep. probably that? seven foot tall. They're making Brock Lesnar take that guy out uh, because uh, at the Elimination Chamber, we watched. Uh, I was looking forward to it, but we also know that it's a, it's a scripted, acted out male oh, yeah, soap opera. Yeah. But we saw Brock Lesnar supposed to go up against um oh my god, the almighty Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley got Brock Lesnar in the hurt lock, and Brock Lesnar low uh, like basically low blowed uh Bobby Lashley ending the match right there. And I was just was, like, Yep, oh, this is this is typical, this is a typical freaking match right Brock, here. Brock Hale. Oh, Brock has always been a been mostly a heel most yeah, of the time. A lot of points. Brock struggles to to become heel because everyone likes him too much. That's the problem. Um, See, that's it. I think now they've just found a good happy medium for him. On he's just the a hole that everybody likes, and he yeah. just walks. He is not a heel or a a hero character. Yeah. He's just an a hole. <laughs> I love. Yeah. I've got so many Brock Lesnar shirts. It's not. I mean, I. Dude, but if you really get into Brock Lesnar and how he is as a human being, that dude is a dairy farmer. He's a West yeah. he's a Wisconsin dairy farmer. He keeps to himself. His personal vehicle is like an old school freaking truck that's just been decked out, and he minds his own business. He is not the kind of person that goes out and like lives these lavish lifestyles and. And, and like is just loves being in front of the camera. He just loves minding his own business, and he's married to Sable. Yeah, that's true. 
You're right there. Yeah, it's um. See, uh, Blue, yeah. I want to watch the AEW pay-per-views, but I'm not. I I feel like the days of spending sixty dollars on a pay-per-view. Hang, hang are on. Do you have me? to? Do you have to fight network? We Does don't have that, that here. Oh, because it's not that expensive. No, here in the United States, uh, we got to pay sixty bucks, and it's so you on. You don't have uh, fight TV on the mobile. I could fight. probably do it on my phone. I don't know. What what when I when I was watching AEW trying it out, what I was doing was subscribe because you can get can watch all the AEWs. Oh, Fox he's TV. using Cody. That's what he's doing. He's using Cody. A lot of people do the fight TV, a four ninety nine a month. Um, and what I was doing was using my I'll phone have to, to check into that, and it was pushing it to me a Series X. But the pay per views are fifteen twenty quid. But um. Dude, out here it's fi- I pay five dollars a month for the Peacock Network because Peacock they sold the WWE Network to Peacock, and obviously all that stuff. Like the funny, I keep up with a couple shows that are on Peacock. So literally for five dollars a month, I get access to the WWE Network and everything on NBC plus a little bit of extra stuff. Fair and enough. the pay per views are part of that. I literally, that's why I was like, I keep watching pay per views for $5 a month. I, 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 I mean, I can't look, beat that. I'm going to have to look how much WWE Network is, but it was last time I subscribed, it was $9.99. But you go straight through WWE, you just straight to the No, site not here. They, no, you can't. My, they Peacock, shut down. It's weird, though, because when your pay per views are on, uh, it shows you the goddamn Peacock adverts, even though we haven't got Peacock. Oh yeah, they have you. So that's where it's five dollars a month with advertising, or ten dollars a month without ads. I haven't, but, logged, I haven't logged. I haven't been subscribed in a while, so they might offer this cheap. They talked about bringing this cheaper package here for having adverts, but I don't know if they've actually offered it in the UK or not. I don't know. I was using the VPN. Makes sense on code. That makes sense, and I yeah. See, that's I got to that's where I would. I people, need to. I need to first get in the habit of watching AEW on the regular before I go through. And AEW, like, AEW. I, I watched it, and it is a very good product. It, it is very good. There's some serious talent there. Oh but no, there's some serious there's, talent. Um, but a lot of it is ex <laughs> Well, dude, it, like, well, Paul the White's w- there, isn't it? Paul, Paul White, Paul White. You know, Big Show. He uh, doesn't. He, he doesn't wrestle as such. He's more of a behind. He helps behind the scenes, right? We also I, have I, I Mark to, Henry. He, he used to be there. I don't know if Mark, he still is. Mark Henry is one he of goes the under con- his name. He can't go under Big Show, obviously. No, yeah, one of Paul. I Brian. Uh, uh, oh my God! Now I'm doing Brian it. Danielson. Daniel Brian, Brian Daniel, uh, but it used to be Brian Danielson. It used to be Daniel Bryan. That's right, Daniel Bryan. Now, but now we got Brian Danielson, and yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, it's getting confusing with some of these names. Exactly, it is. But yeah, we probably turned a lot. It hasn't dropped though. People must like resting because there's still listening. There's eight people still listening. There is. But yeah, I reckon I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to after we get off here, I'm probably gonna have to go and have a look. Uh, um, at the network, see how much it is. I've noticed there's a lot of people that watch wrestling secretly and don't tell people about it. <laughs> I'll have to probably because like you it see again. it Cause always because I because I, I, I do enjoy wrestling or watching wrestling. I've just not done, I've just not done it in a while. Like when you go on your friends list, 
when you go on your friends list yeah, for Xbox. Xbox and you see people playing WWE never, 2K, you're just like, you know you watch wrestling. Otherwise, you're just crazy if you're playing the game and don't watch the show. Now, my uh, good friend BMG, um, he probably will listen to this. He is not a wrestling fan, right? But he likes WWE games. He doesn't watch wrestling, but he enjoys the games. Wow. He does. He honestly... He, he, he enjoy, enjoy, he, he's got late, got last year's one. Um, I bought last year's one because we lost Scott Hall or Razor Ramon, however you want to yeah. remember him. That was quite sad. And then when I heard that they released a anyway, NWO anyway, special, version of the game. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how actually, I will get the network. When's Mania? Uh, beginning of April. Beginning of April. So that's not long. So I, I, I would definitely, I would definitely, I'm looking forward to mania. I'm looking for like, I love Cody Rhodes and what, like the message he's trying to push as the American nightmare. Oh, he's um, still that, is he? Uh, and has he, has he been doing all right in the company? Or was he, oh, was, it, dude, was, it, was, it, was it, was it worth him coming? He, he was in the, he was in for like a month or so, uh, did a couple matches and tore his pectoral muscle right off the bone. Did they, oh, wow. Goodness. So yeah, they had to like he's got a scar now on it on his right shoulder where they had to graft the the meat back onto the bone and they put him through a few months of physical therapy and I guess he he busted his ass to be able to to get there to have his WrestleMania moment. That's good. He deserves it. Problem is after his dad died, um, a lot of his. Uh... You know, they, they they were never willing to give him a chance, were they? They weren't. And he buggered off. WWE? Proved, yeah. You know, you know, that's why he left WWE, went off to AEW and other companies to prove That's himself, because, he, he? dude, he got tired of, like, I mean, like, I remember, like, dashing Cody Rhodes when he had that. Yeah, but he wasn't taking horrendous, se- he, he wasn't taking seriously. He wasn't taking seriously, but he also wasn't taking seriously that himself. Mask, that mask they made him wear. Mask? ages. That what do you mask. mean, the face paint? No, no, that's his brother. No, um, they made him. His brother was Gold Dust, and then yeah, for whatever dust. reason, they made him become Stardust, where he started painting oh, his face. Yeah. They tried to make him into like Gold Dust too, and I felt where so is his bad. Brother for now, him. anyway, AEW, AEW. Okay. Oh, I see. He has. Um, he goes by his last name now. He's a Rhodes. He oh, he's no um, longer called Gold Dust. I think. I think they actually refer to him as Dustin Rhodes. Um, oh, well, and, and uh, that's where it's really cool. But no, Cody, he went and started doing the international scene, and he got a lot of background in the international scene. Got a lot more training. Uh, got a whole different style about him when it comes to wrestling. And then he got into AEW, and he became a little bit of a celebrity over there, and really honed in his character. And that's when it was like, you know, at this time. WW it was more like he didn't go to WWE they came to him especially when he started having a falling out with AEW that's fair enough I'm definitely going now you've been talking about it, I'm definitely going to go and definitely go I'm going to go and watch some wrestling or oh, yeah because I remember we, we we actually did a whole podcast talking about wrestling didn't we I know we put a lot we of people did. to sleep that down play <laughs> But uh, we'll definitely have to talk about more wrestling. Um, they did have a con- they did a contract that Stardust would never be bought back. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like he's doing better than Aid, but and again, you can say that if you want. But 
WWE's the company that always says never say never. Oh but, no, Co- there's no way Cody, Cody Rhodes tears down the Stardust character every chance he gets. He yeah. actually sees Stardust as like one of the low points of his career. Oh, fair enough. But uh, no, oh, oh, right. Sorry, I, I misunderstand. Sorry, it just means that, that he will never be Stardust again in WWE. Right. He. Sorry, that, I, the- I, I got confused. As to, I read it wrong, basically. Cody Rhodes would rather oh, oh. quit wrestling than be Sorry. Stardust ever again. Yeah, I, uh, I, would, I, I actually thought that's a gold dust. It's my, my fault. Sorry about that, the blue one. It's uh, my, I read it wrong. No, when you go watch yeah. Dustin Rhodes though on yeah. AEW, he still paints his face half. He, he does half his face now. Half uh, his face. That's where me. you see gold. That's where you see uh, gold me, dust. Please tell me Sting's not still wrestling. Please tell. I me haven't not. seen Sting in a hot minute, dude. Please. I, I, I he blue be would be able to answer that more than me. He, he probably shouldn't be. He probably should be. You know, behind the scenes, like Taker and people like that, behind the because Taker still works for WWE. He's behind Taker, the scenes. No, he's retired. Yeah, no, but he, he doesn't. What doesn't even go and train or, or work at all for them? Is he finished completely? I think he might. I, be, I don't well, mean, they, I don't they, mean brought, they brought him around recently for the reunion on Raw, and he kind of like did a send off for Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um. And that's where, because like you know, I always said that Bray Wyatt was going to take the under Undertaker's place as like the dark. The Bray Wyatt had so much fucking potential; it's unreal. He's talented. He He's still got the does right... to this day. Yeah. So is he back in WWE? Yes. Hopefully, they push him to the moon because he could be that. Co- I'm not saying I he's going to ever have a career like Taker. And he's not going to. But they I just he... gave him back uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, oh my God, the freaking the Bray Wyatt playhouse or whatever it was, but they've got him with some person that they call uncle howdy. And I don't know who this guy is, but it is not, I thought it was Bray Wyatt posing as uncle howdy, but there has been uh, recently where uncle howdy is next to Bray Wyatt in the ring. So there is somebody that is following Bray Wyatt around that just wears this creepy ass mask and he just appears every now and then. And he's like somehow controlling Bray Wyatt's character. I mean, I'm trying to figure out if, if this is going to work or not, I'm still on the fence on this whole uncle howdy situation. I really hope they give Bray Wyatt his chance to really break out as a success, but I don't know if they're ever going to let him try to have mm-hmm. anything outside of these these roles that are very animated. But they should though, because he's he's got the talent. Uh, the blue one said Sting takes breaks, but still, but but still a coach for Derby. Breaks, breaks. What's he mean? Takes breaks. Does he mean wrestling? Does he mean wrestles? Something. Who? I. Sting takes breaks, but still coach for Derby. I don't know what that means. He's, he's coaching, basically. He's probably he, ta- he probably what it means is he he's probably like almost like Brock Lesnar. That guy only gets brought out during certain times. It's I, I can't even remember the last time Brock Lesnar had an actual match on on the USA Network oh, or, okay. or 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 Fox. I mean, literally, the only time he wrestles is behind a pay per view of I, some kind. I still remember Sting's WrestleMania moments as well. Sting actually got to be at Mania, didn't he? He's always yeah. hated WWE, don't he? Oh, yeah. He went after uh, – it was during Triple H's era, yeah. uh, during the uh, 
the authority era. No, it was was recent. It was in the past five, ten years. Yeah, that was when they were doing the authority thing. The authority. Okay. No, I didn't say attitude. I said authority. That was when that was the authority. The authority era was when like Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were the authority, and that was like around like 2015 kind of shit. Yeah, that sounds about right. That does. Yeah, that does. But yeah, it's been a good show. Had a bit of resting in there. Sorry, anyone who was listening that uh, doesn't like resting. But most people stay by the looks of it. But yeah, we tri- we tripped into a rabbit hole. But it's, uh, <laughs> been, a, it's been a good show. Yes. And uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star review or share it out. Subscribe on there and Spotify. On the Grow This Podcast, um, and and on please subscribe to Centurion on this channel. Give a like and share, and leave a comment after the show. What do you think of wrestling? In the <laughs> comment. Yes. <laughs> Comments are always open, never disabled on this channel. Right. Do you want to uh, wrap it up, Centurion, as it is your channel? It is. Yes. Thank you, Stubbs, for joining me. It was an absolute blast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the chat. I am Centurion31307. You can always find me here on this YouTube channel. You can also find me on other fun podcasts throughout, on actually on Sunday, not throughout the week. Uh, Sunday, Gaming Beyond the Box and TXR takes place right after that. You can also find me and Stubbs here every other Monday, uh, pretty much around, was it 4 p.m. Eastern? Um, yep. And definitely also trying to get myself some, on some other podcasts. Definitely blew off the dust on my channel, and I'm excited to be here and have some fun. That's good to hear. It's nice to see you doing some good videos, and uh you were brave enough to go on camera. You were. I'm kind of. I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. It is. It's good to see. I need to start making some videos. I'm, I'm starting to compile footage. I'm not that brave to go on camera like you, but uh, but uh, but I will try and get some content out. Technically, podcasting is content, but we'll try and do a bit more than that. Bring the stubs cast back at some point. Working on that and actually make some proper videos because now I've got a capable computer where I can actually make stuff on. I need to start using it. I do. So, yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. If you want to follow me at Stubbs Gaming, I might follow you back, I might not. We'll see. <laughs> There's not a very good incentive, but uh, people know what I'm like. But, yeah, but thanks for joining us, everyone. And we'll see you in two weeks, we will. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. You have a good night, everybody.